We are live. Good afternoon. My name is Paul Bercy and this is HealthierLife.tv. Also with me is... Warren Connolly. Good afternoon, folks, and welcome to Kill Your Rage, Find Your Car. Mm, interesting. Um, welcome also to all our listeners, watchers, whatever they are, Facebook Live, before and after, or during and after, I should say. Um, <laughs> And podcasts, so on Spotify and Google and whatever, whatever else. <laughs> yes, a very uh, kill your rage, find your calm. I mean, obviously the headline says everything. Um, would you agree with that? <laughs> well, the headline says everything in terms of it. Yes, isn't it? I mean, it's 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 home, it's right, we? really. It's self-explanatory, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. So it's it's all about controlling your anger. Now, you may not be an angry person, so if this doesn't re this doesn't relate to you, then it relates about someone else. Now, some people never control their anger. Yeah. Uh, there are probably a few. Um, in the USA, it's cast of around about 10% of the male population. And what, it is experience, experience like regular rage type of thing or what? Yeah. And it's mainly men. Now, we're not letting women off the hook here, that we accept that it's mainly men. Okay. So um It's like it's mainly men that are bad drivers, right? So we accept that. Oh yeah, well, that, that, that's what that's just an excuse. It's just another <laughs> way they can show it. But um the challenge is your temper could be killing you. And that is what this is about, really. It's about your health, personal health, okay? We, we won't get to the victim, you know, and all that. We, we, we're talking about the person who is showing the violence. Yes. Doing the violence and doing the shouting and ranting and whatever. So in years gone by, um, the sword or pistols were used. So, and that would be the order of the day. And it, it was a very, very simple concept. You piss somebody off and you had a fight or a duel, a challenge. And the person still standing at the end of it won it. Well, in today's more mature market or world, we, like uh, to mostly that, right? so, is we have different ways of dealing with anger because we are so which are less psychotic. <laughs> unfortunately some neanderthals are still in the past and they want to fight now um i could have been classed in that years ago i suppose a little bit but i'm not an angry i've never been an angry person what about you warren hey i mean i'm, I'm half irish i'm i have red hair so yeah <laughs> but yeah I, mean, I can have my i can have my bouts of anger um, and it's it's happened more in more more ways more cases than I than I like to and I'm proud of. But at the end of the day, it's it's about yeah learning how to, for me it was about learning how to control my anger, not to suppress my anger, but to control my anger. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely. And when I was a kid and I was I was bullied a lot and um, I used to get extremely angry. As a, as a result of being bullied. 
So that that I used to get a lot of pent up anger inside of me. Now many adults experience this every single day of their lives. So yeah, I know I know what this conversation where this conversation is going to lead to and what it means and what it can mean for somebody. Yeah, I mean, with um, yeah, I mean, I, as I say, I was never an angry person, and I, I never got angry on the few times I was bullied. I got upset, mm -hmm. you know, tearful upset. That's, mm -hmm. that's how it used to affect me. Mm -hmm. um, but learning to control your fury could actually save your life. There was a, um, a report by the European Health, sorry, European Heart Journal um, that basically said that people were almost five times more likely to have a heart attack in the two hours after a heated exchange. Did you know that? I have heard that before, yeah. I've... It's not something that that would have come to mind for me, but I've heard that before. Yeah, I mean, that's because all that uh, grief and strife, tantrum and rampage, they're, they're um, what, I, what I think about. Stress increases when you have a heated exchange and your yeah. heart rate, your blood pressure go up. Um, yeah. Headaches. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it, you, you can imagine yourself what, what goes on when, when you do have, you know, your, the old blood boils, as they call it. And, yeah. Uh, some, people, some people even have blurry vision. They get blurry yeah. vision as a result of rage. Yeah, yeah. As there's, but, but this is the, the warning, though, and this is what I read, um, and I have to read this bit. Um, Sudden cardiac arrest is the young man's heart stopper. Okay, and the so onset that, of that, that, that tells us that it can affect anyone. Yeah, you know? so it's very it's very important. We all know that. And um, um, what else? Um, not only is your health affected by um, storming the ramparts, you know, the moat to try and get into the uh, the castle, uh, but it can affect other things like your your children your significant other, your marriage, your relationship, your career. It can affect your business, clients, and so on and so on. So what you have to do is watch out and be careful how you act. Because, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I don't know about – I can only speak for myself. And um, I was going to go and talk about road rage and things like that. Now, I used to be the classic road rage. Now – to be fair, I've never, I've never got got out, got out and hit someone or like that, but I used to get really animated, you know, and um, so many people do, man. <laughs> so many people do in a car because people, yeah. people feel they feel safe in a car. You know? Oh no, I wanted to get out. <laughs> I, had, I, had a, I had a case of road rage in Dubai once before, where I drove past a, a guy, a guy drove in front of me, and cut me off. And I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything in the car. I just as I, I came back in beside him to overtake him towards traffic lights. Yeah. And as I as I overtook him, I looked in his car to see the driver. He saw me look at him. We got to the traffic lights. It was red. He jumped out of his car and started throwing expletives towards me. I jumped out of my car and I told him, "Just get sit back, get back in your car, sit down, and shut up, and then carry on." Yeah, that's that's how close it got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In South Africa, it happens a lot because 
South Africans are aggressive drivers. Yeah, but know? to be fair, in South Africa, you wouldn't want to get out of your car, would you? Well, sometimes you say, uh, sometimes, yeah, it's, uh, it, it could be a matter of life and death, literally. Yeah, precisely, yeah. yeah. Well, it could be anywhere, but, I mean, you know, just... Um, so how do you stop road rage in its tracks before it leads to something deadly? How do you do it? Rage or road rage? Well, it's all the same thing as far as I'm concerned. It's all uh, you losing. Well, road, you see, road, road rage can, as we just touched on, alluded, alluded to, road rage can, can lead to different consequences, okay? Um, you just watch videos of road rage going on. I mean, it, it's very different to, to, for example, I watched a video yesterday of a, a school golfing tournament. It says a charity tournament for go golfing charity tournament for a school in South Africa and two grown men having a full-on fisticuffs on the tee. Yeah. Um, what about who wanted to go first? No, because the one guy hit the other guy's mobile phone. He hit it? He hit the mobile phone, so the oh. other guy lost the plot. <laughs> he, he literally lost it, and, and he picked up – the one guy picked up a picked up a, a flagpole and started it ran towards and started trying to smash it, smash yeah. the other guy with the flagpole and all kinds of stuff because they were on it over top in it. That's slightly over the top. No, it was it was bad. It was very yeah. bad taste. I mean, but look, this is yeah. It depends also very often on your the society in which you're living in as well. Hey. Depending on the society, because you have certain, like a society like South Africa, where there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of um, anxiety in, in, in society and all these kind of things. And this is where anger and rage starts to become more and more prevalent. You know, when you're living in a, in a society that is you, you, where, you know, the tensions are naturally high, Europe, it's very different. You know, we, people don't, they don't have their lives threatened potentially every day. You know, there's life is very, very, very more a lot more serene in Europe than say in Africa. Okay, yeah, so I think yeah, we have we have had quite a few murders at uh, road rages and things like that. But um, um, yeah, I, I think that um, what people can do. I mean, uh, this is how I try. This is how I curbed it. I um, because sometimes it could be your mistake. Sometimes it'd be the mistake of the other person. Right. <laughs> Um, or it could be deliberate. We, you know, we we got, we got that side as well. But I mean, when it was my fault, I just throw my hands up, you know, and say, apologize and just say, look, sorry, my fault. And, and most times that is enough to kill it stone dead. Okay. If you, if you put your hands up and say, it's my fault, apologize, you know, and you de-escalate everything before it even gets near to that, you know. I think what it is, what happens is that some people want to want to be right, even if they're wrong. Which yeah, explains the situation. Yeah, and that, and that that's that's ego, right? You know, we touched on this a ego. couple of days yeah. ago. It's, that's ego. Yeah, even yeah. if you're wrong, or even if you're right, but you insist on making yourself right and being seen as right, that's your ego. It's got nothing to do with whether it's right or wrong anymore. Um, and unfortunately, very often this is the reason why people have experienced rage is because of their ego, the inability to let go, mm. you know, um, and that, that little voice in your head that's constantly saying, 
you're right, you're right. Tell them you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think we've all been there for that. Um Yeah. But I think most people most people have. <laughs> identifying your own anger style could be the key to eliminating it. Ooh, okay. Mm. And that was from a bloke called Ron Potter Efron, who wrote a book called Letting Go of Anger. So if you've got any angry people out there, that could be a book for you to read, Letting Go of Anger. But my advice is don't let anything push you off their stress cliff, all right? So because it, it, it's very easy to um, go down that route, very easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things I do, especially for people who do like road rage, is reframing, reframing. And that really is to uh, say, well, whatever. <laughs> French, yeah. the Gallic shrug of the shoulders, you know, chill out, let it go. You know, it's difficult to do that, you know. It is. It is. Yeah, I, I, something I learned to do with regards to road rage was, and I don't know why we're touching more on this than anything else, any other aspect of rage, but road rage, I guess, is probably more prevalent these days than mm. most other rages. Um, but in saying that, you know, one, one of the things that I, I learned to reframe when it came to driving, like especially in an environment where when I was living in Dubai, you know, the people there drive like, because you, you've got more than 22 nationalities living in the same city together, people driving with so many different driving styles. And you kind of just got to, you got to, you got to accept it for what it is and learn to shrug your shoulders, as you say. But I used to just, if somebody cut me off or if somebody wouldn't let me in or something like that, I would just say, oh, well, that person must be in a hell of a lot more of a rush than I am. So, you know. Or yeah, they they've prevented me from encountering an accident by slowing me down. Yeah, yeah. because if yeah, because this is the way I also look at it. Yeah, sometimes we leave our we forget our key in the at home. We go downstairs. We come then we have to come back upstairs to pick up the key. Gonna be late and all this. Meantime, that may have saved you from being in an accident two three minutes before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? So this is the way I look at things like that. There's like, well, at least I'm safe and. The other person there must be in a bigger hurry than I am. So I have, yeah. <laughs> it's not well, it's not easy. But uh, what I, what I, well what I've what I've tended to do now is um, most of the time I leave with extra time to spare. So it really doesn't matter if you get caught with the red light. Doesn't matter if you know. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You know. And um, it took me a long time to get there. I've got to say. But um, what I've got a bit of advice for anyone. Don't become the corner dog. All right. I picked that from a book. Don't that become the cornered dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. don't it's the same, it's the same with the rat as well. Don't corner a rat. Because they'll jump, they'll jump over you. And they'll they'll choose they'll, anything. Uh, and then you will you will need to change your uh, underwear. <laughs> so um things like men at work. Let's say a man at work. Um, boss says to him, you're too slow, and the man thinks he's being the man thinks he's being attacked. Okay. Um he feels a bit of anger, shameless anger, and then he lashes out. When that could have been avoided, couldn't it? By first of all, by the so-called manager or supervisor 
taking a different tone and dealing with it differently. But also the other the other person going, do you know what? He's right. <laughs> He's right. I can't, I can't argue with it. You know, um, it's it's because you challenge his insecurities. The the, the sure. person who's received it um, yeah. makes a man look weak. People don't like looking weak, you know, and they fight back. It validates it. Yeah, especially when the reprimand is done in public. Yeah. So um, so it goes back to criticism. So there's, there's lots of little things that cause anger, you know. But, again, it's, it's down to a bit of emotional intelligence, a bit of uh, – yeah, there was something else I thought about, but I can't remember it now. But, um, yeah. So in – if you get challenged by someone and you feel quite angry about it, slow down your reaction time. Don't jump straight in with both feet like I used to. <laughs> if, it, if it's an accurate cr critique, if you give yourself that few seconds to think about it and you go, yeah, okay, all right. Accept what the person says and focus on improvement. Mm -hmm. If what he or she is saying is total crap, right, and, and not correct, incorrect, then just hold your fight. Don't get involved. Hold go, your away tongue. Thinking, go away thinking what you want to be thinking, but just don't lose your anger and just, just say, in, in my, my opinion, or you could say, in my opinion, I'm not slow. I've done nothing wrong. But, uh, you know, and that's all you can say. Smile and go. The, because the person that's actually giving you the criticism will get will get more annoyed themselves, the fact that you haven't, you haven't bit. Oh well, this is this is this goes for the same as like if if you if somebody's trying to antagonize you and and, and bully you or something like that. When you don't respond, they they get angry. They're the ones that get angry, you know, because you're not responding to their antagonism. And um, you know, sometimes people will do that to push your buttons to make you angry. But the same in the same breath, yeah, you know, I almost slipped up just now with my daughter when she was she was constantly challenging me. And I almost said, and she and she she said, uh, she said, uh, "Dad's get to the dog." She said, "Dad's getting, he's getting anxious." Okay? And I said, "No, I'm not getting anxious, but I am now getting anxious because you're constantly challenging me." All yeah. right, but yeah. many people will blame the other person, and something that you know, I learned a long time ago is that it's not the other person that makes you angry. Nobody can make you angry. No, it's, you, it's yourself for lack of control. That's all it is. Yeah, only you make yourself angry. You know, and it, again, it goes back to accountability. Yeah. I, I think also, and, and the great thing is, being a dad, you've got the, you've always got the upper hand, and, and that's not, not being nastier at all. That's just saying, you can smile and say, that's okay, you can do without your computer for the next four hours. <laughs> yeah, in some regard like that. Yeah, yeah. And just say, when you stop challenging me, you can have your computer back. And that's effective, no anger. And it's just like we've all we've all done it, haven't we? So they, they might get angry, but that's then yeah, that's right. right. That's their, that's their uh, learning circle. Yeah, that's their as we say, that's their endaba. That's their that's their lesson to learn and how to but I, I do control like even even our daughter, I could I not control, but I teach her how to control her own anger as well because yeah. her temperament is, is also quite fiery, you know, if she if it needs to be. And um, I, I, I've taught her since she could understand that if she feels like she's getting angry and she's going to lose control, then just to breathe, step back and breathe. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to mention that in a minute, funny enough. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, only because the other thing is, what people have to learn to use is body language. Because you can turn that, can turn that on its head. And she would do that by giving you a nice smile, flattening her eyelids and say, sorry, Dad. <laughs> 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 and, and then you're melted and you're, you're just a pool of water on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not, actually. No, you no. know what I mean. So, no, no, no. so she, she tries and I don't because I understand that game. I know that. Game. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to, you've got to, you've got to admire it. Yeah, I admire the tenacity in that and yeah. in, in, in continuously trying. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't relent. I really don't. Eh? I can't because then I, if I do, then she's not learning a lesson. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's the way I look at it. Anyway, I, quick, I quick story, quick story about rage. Um, happened to me, well, or not as the case may be, you'll see what I mean. I stop a, I'm in a police officer, I'm in uniform, stop a man driving, a boy, a young man driving his car. He didn't have any documents. And in those days, in the 70s, we used to give someone a ticket to produce the documents. Well, I felt by the, me questioning him that he didn't have any documents and he only lived just down the road. So I took him home. And at home, there was his mum and girlfriend. Okay, and then it, with the, the conversation. Well, I said, "Have you got any insurance? Have you, you know, no, he hadn't anything." Okay, and um, so I said, "Well," he said, "But I can't afford him." I said, "Well," I, I said, "You can't afford to drive then." Simple as. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so thought no more of it. Reported him for the offences: no insurance, no MOT, and and everything else. And um, and then basically forgot all about it. And about an hour later. We heard Tony Owen, Glovesy Owen, as we call him, Tony, um, shout for assistance, right? And um, what had happened, this bloke had built up rage inside himself and gone out in his back in his car, right, to, uh, to look for me. So he'd driven back to the exact same place that I had stopped him, saw a police car, in his rage, thought it was me and tried to kill the police officer. No. Right? So it just shows you what rage can do. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, my friend, Tony Owen, uh, was not impressed with me. <laughs> so, he's okay. He's okay. He's all right. No, he didn't get hit or anything. It jumped out of the way. But the, <laughs> he went straight into, straight into a brick wall, this uh, car. So... Uh, and he ended up four years in prison. Then he definitely can't afford to drive. No, not now. But uh, four years imprisonment he got. All four, but for the sake he couldn't hold his rage. So, well, best, four years best, for, attempt, for attempted homicide. Well, yeah, they didn't. They, they didn't do that. They did him for furious and wanton driving. I think it was, oh, okay. or some, something like that. But he ended up getting four. I mean. Got, could have been something else as well because he got four years and that that one only has a two-year imprisonment so you must because really by that stage that's premeditated yeah but they did it on the rage angle so you know anyway um Phew. so uh, the other thing is um about uh rage if you want to avoid a little bit of rage it's a bit of advice avoid conversations about politic uh, politics and religion yeah Right, always. I I never do anything on on Facebook or anything about those. I'm not interested. 
not interested because I will have different opinions to a lot of people, you know, and it's just not worth it, you know. And um, but uh, yeah, so don't become the crazed hothead. Find other ways. Go and have a pint. Much better. Go have a pint. Go and have a pint of beer and think this is much better than fighting. <laughs> look, some, some, look some, one thing about with rage is that it, it can actually be beneficial for you if it's if it's conducted in a controlled manner, if it's if it's measured and controlled. Well, it's like, it's like letting the steam out slowly, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, you know, some people, they just have to let their steam out. You know, they, 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 they are not emotionally intelligent enough yet and evolved to be able to control, to, to control it and learn how to deal with it. And that, so they have to let their steam out somehow. And, you know, if you, if you're able to do that and you, and you find a way to do that where it's more constructive than destructive, then go for it. Yeah. Great. You know, this is, this is why I like, for example, in, in certain countries and certain places like Japan and that you can go to these rooms where you can just let loose. You know, oh, it's a okay. soundproof roof. You can't hurt yourself. Um, but they have furniture and stuff like that in there. And then you just go and you just smash things to pieces and let it all rip because we need to do that sometimes, you know, and, this is often why it's so important. Like you, you touch on it. Yeah, go have a pint. But this is important. Why it's important for men to get together. I believe with other men on a regular basis. You know, get whether it's two guys, two blokes getting together, going for a hike in the forest, or going to the beach, or getting together, having a pint together, or whether it's a group of guys getting together, going camping, doing something with guys that allows you just to. It does a, even without diffusing purposefully without consciously mentally diffusing or you know having a psychotherapy session with your mates you are diffusing you are you you're releasing a lot of that tension because with guys mixing with guys there's a certain chemistry about it um and the same applies for ladies as well you know i i, I think it's just as important for ladies to get out together with each other on a fairly regular basis if not a regular basis and then just diffuse you know have some fun with People, you know, of your own sex or gender, whatever you call it, and how you ever you refer to it, and just do something that's fun because that can be so healthy and beneficial to you. Yeah, I think I think I think what it is. I think women tend to to uh, are more prepared to talk naturally. So, yeah, so probably that's probably why men have a, have a, a problem with anger because they don't, a lot of them don't talk. You know, and that's one of the big things is about talking. The way, the way I see it is this is if you look historically, you know, when when societies first began tens of thousands of years ago, um, you know, we we would be out hunting men. And, but also women were hunters as well. You know, there's been more and more proof that the women were just just as many women were out hunting as they were men. But the majority of women would be around the homestead, around the cave, around the, the homestead, whatever, wherever they were living. And they were looking after the children. They were cooking. They were, they were doing all that stuff, preparing. And they were talking. Mm. Yeah, they were engaging. They were having conversations and talking about stuff. Whereas the men, when they're out hunting, they didn't talk because you can't talk. Yeah, if you talk, you give yourself away. So you have to keep quiet. And you're facing these fears every day. 
out hunting for a mammoth or whatever and you know you know that just around the corner there's something that could be there to kill you and mm -hmm. you can't express your fear because if you do you're not part of the tribe you know you, you're the weakest link in that hunting party so you don't express your fears and that's the way i see it is that this is this is you know the, where epigenetics comes into the into the frame here where we've learned the habits and the patterns from our history from our ancestry you know um and it's carried on through throughout society in that it's not encouraged for men to cry or to talk about things because cowboys don't cry remember mm -hmm. um even in, even at my in my age growing up i always remember cowboys don't cry you know, because if if i got angry i was like you i would just if i got I would get so angry that I would cry. Yeah. You know, I'd, just, I'd stand and tears would just come rolling out of my eyes because I was just furious. Yeah. You know? And, um, yeah, then I would, I would just get told, remember, cowboys don't cry. And I felt like saying a few choice words to that comment a few times. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can imagine. So, so you mentioned a little bit, a little while ago about breathing. Now, yeah. all I can say is that I, because I've, it's been years since I've been really, really, really angry, um, many years. So I, I didn't get a chance to, to put it into practice. So, But what I would say is in the mornings when I do my gratitude and meditation, I do a lot of breathing. It really relaxes you. You know, that's the start of my day. So, so I can see how it would work on something like anger and rage and temper and things like that. No. And, and this is this is the key is if if you when not if but you could get into the habit of doing this every day when you wake up in the morning to to set your day up on the right in the right path you know with the right level of energy the right frequency of energy something i touched on on wednesday's podcast is about energy and how we are energy okay and um yeah, if you start your day off on that that note where you you're breathing and you're releasing all this all the energy from the, the day before and everything like that, and you just and you're setting up a, a vision, a plan ahead for yourself for the day while you're doing breathing like this, mm -hmm. that really sets you up for success because you know as as what I'm, as a teacher that uh, me, excuse me as a teacher that I whose who's work I listen to one of the teachers. Um, Sorry, there was a bit of a tongue twister there. They teach that, you know, you want to try to get out, get out ahead of it. Yeah. So you want to try to get out ahead of life, right? And that's not to get ahead in life, but to get ahead out ahead of. So you, you're, you're preempting, not preempting, but how to put it? Um, you're preparing yourself emotionally, intelligently, and mentally to for anything that may come up. So if you start your day off with meditation and breathing, relaxing your body, feeling the body relax, feeling that tension release, you're setting yourself up for the rest of the day to, to be that a better person, a person with less rage, with less anger, less anxiety, less stress inside of you that you reflect on your outside. And no matter how you try to calm it or, or to disguise it, people, people sense it, people get it, people identify with the fact that you are stressed, that you are freaking out inside. Um, you may be able to hide it from some people, but the majority of people, especially children, they will know because yeah, they really. children are more in tune with frequency. So they will feel your vibration. They'll feel your energy and they'll know that, hey, you know, 
my dad or my mom that they stressed out you know yeah. and it's it's just a matter of getting starting your day off where you're breathing to the point where you feel that energy vibrating through your body and it really relaxes you just gets rid of all the toxins in your system by doing that not only are you setting yourself up for the day ahead but what you're doing is you're physiologically changing your system the more you practice that the better you will get at it and the more powerful that feeling will be and the more response your body will have as a result of that because your body will start to look at it and go oh i like this now this yeah. is cool yeah, and that, that's it. exactly it. I I like it. I, I you yeah. know I like the start to my day, and um, yeah, it's um much better. It is much better. It's yeah. no fuzzy headedness. There's other things you do. You got to prepare the night before as well, and there's, you know there's lots of things in in that we do. Um, so the whole idea is to feel great most of the time. It is. That is the whole idea, Paul. Yeah. It, Exactly. Interesting. Yeah, but I got at the moment. I've got so much going on at the moment. I couldn't. I couldn't afford to lose my anger. Not that I want to, but I went. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But venting your anger feels satisfying, but it doesn't find a way around the problem. Now that comes from a lady called Deborah Rosman, who's the author of Transforming Anger, which is another book. So uh, now I must. I, my research was done on Men's Health magazine. Funny enough, so it sounds like they've, they've they know what they're talking about when it comes to, to anger. So maybe you should look that up. But they might do. Yeah, um, I don't. I haven't got to the woman's side yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but, um, I do normally look at both sides. I just run out of time. So, um, so what do you do? Talking to our uh, listeners watchers whatever what do you do how do you stay sane how do you stay on on the level how do you stop losing your temper or do you lose your temper so let's hear from someone in the comments if, if you do and how you dealt with it and um or improved it yeah. so um yeah so anyway that's um that's breathing is very very important as we say and uh, you, there's lots of breathing techniques you can use just look on youtube and uh, and go and go from there have you got a particular favorite at all um yeah there's there's two actually like that I, I really like to do and one is i i just i find a quiet quiet space and then i breathe in for counts of counts of eight sorry counts of ten ten um, i breathe in for a count of ten hold my breath for a count of ten Mm -hmm. Breathe out for a count of 10, hold my breath for a count of 10, and I, I repeat, and I do that 10 times. And I'd, I'd like to do this from throughout the day, regardless of whether I'm feeling stressed or not, okay? I like to just do that throughout the day because it does help to keep me centered, you know, and, and balanced in, in a sense by doing that regularly throughout the day. So I don't wait. It's like, it's like waiting until you get sick before you medicate yourself. Yeah. You don't need to medicate yourself, so don't don't wait until you get angry. Just practice yeah. something like that regularly, and that will help to stave off that anger, if anything. Um, then another great one for me is uh, is to, is to is to just get out and do something active, because sometimes this is what we need to do. You know, our bodies so often for for many of us, our bodies are just not active enough. 
And because of that, you know, you get a lot of built up energy inside the body, inside the system. So the brain is working and the brain is getting fatigued and everything, but the body is not, not working physically, but it does get tired. Okay. But it gets tired because of the buildup of all the energy that's going on. So you've got all these influences coming in every single day, you know, whether it's through your food, the, the liquids you're drinking, the, the, the air, your family, your, your colleagues, your clients, your customers, your business partners, whatever the case may be, whoever that's in your life, in your world, there's all this feedback and, and energy coming towards you. And you're picking a lot of that up and you're taking a lot of that with you. And when you're not exercising your body, when you're not doing something physical, okay, and it could be something as simple as gardening. It doesn't have to be going to the gym or going for a run or something like that. It could be something, anything that's physical that is getting you outside if, mm -hmm. if possible. And second of all, where you, yeah, you're feeling your, your body's moving, your heart rate's moving, changed a little bit. You can find something that like that. could be playing table tennis. Table tennis is a, is nice because that's quick, short, short stop, and also, and it's fast moving. Do something, and then what you'll you'll notice is that your ability to remain calm will be will will be heightened. That will improve over time. So it's not just the breathing, it's not just the the activity or the exercise, okay? But there's another one which I'll let you I'll let you touch on. And this is also something that I practice throughout the day as well. You know, I, I do, I practice it regularly throughout the day from in the morning when I go to bed at night and intermittently throughout the day. And it could be for a few seconds, doesn't have to be for extended periods of time. So what is it, Paul? I don't know. <laughs> I lost concentration, sorry. Meditation. Meditation. Oh, meditation, yeah, sorry. No. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I only meditate once a day and that's in the morning. Um. But it depends on – I think it depends on the type of person you're on and how much you really, really enjoy it. Um, you, I mean, you could meditate many times a day for, for a short period of time. I mean, it's um, it's down to the individual, isn't it? It is. So, but what we don't want to become is the redirector of rage. Now, I remember reading the book called See You at the Top by Zig Ziglar, and one of the bits in there was about – it gives a scenario where where the the wife gives the husband grief just before he goes to work, he or, or, or something like that, or and he then goes to work and gets chewed off by the um, the boss at work, and uh, and then something happens on the way home, and when he gets home, um, because he's, he's getting wound up about it, he ends up kicking the cat, <laughs> you know. So so they called it the kicking the cat syndrome. <laughs> So you're just passing it on to someone else. No, so no, no. don't do that. Get get it out. Get rid of it. Move on. Don't don't take it with you during the day. And uh, you know each uh, incident or something. I say incident. Each time is individual. You have to release it. Let it go. Smile. Just say whatever. You know. Don't say that to the boss. Whatever. You know. Well, but say it to yourself. In, in but, saying, um, I'll just just to add to this now. It's it's um it's to to let it go like when you you're using the example of the man coming home from work and having had his ear chewed off all day and so many of us you know, we bring things home from work from our work environment home you know and mm -hmm. 
then so you've got you've got this this compounded effect, the snowball effect, where you you're coming home, you've had a tough, stressful day. Now you've got a family that is demanding of you time and energy from you, and you get even more stressed out. Um, forget what it is that you had in your day from work, and you know, it's more important now that most many of us are working from home. You know, if you're working from home, you don't want to have that diluted into your family life. You just don't. It's yeah. not worth it. Yeah, because then you're living with it 24-7. So you, it, you, it's imperative that you find a system for your practice that you, enables you to, to leave that part of your day away from the rest of your day at home. So you know, if you're sitting at your desk or wherever, whatever, wherever that may be in your home and you're working, you leave your desk for work and then the rest of the time at home is for whatever else. But it's so much more important that we do learn how to control that, you know, um, if you're working from home, because it can just really make life miserable. Yeah. Uh, on, on the other hand, there are those people that react straight away to some kind of annoyance or uh, being cut up by driving, things like that, and uh, and act there and then. But there are also those ones that actually shun rage, but often uh, it, they send it into other areas, things mm -hmm. like anxiety, fatigue, destructive behaviour, um, mm -hmm. such as drinking, doing drugs, or cheating on, on their other half and, and things like that. So you've got to deal with the now. You've also got to deal with the after. So there's two things to think about there. Um, and I would say, as you said a little few minutes ago, exercise. Exercise is a great one, you know, mm -hmm. um, for, for getting rid of any excess. That's why. Yeah. Um, uh, what else was I going to say? Um, I've no idea. Yeah. So, um, so what? Okay. So let's recap on some of those things. We've talking about um, breathing. We've spoken about exercise. You've spoken about talking about it to others, mm -hmm. um, reframing if you're in the car. So, in other words, it's like you not necessarily getting annoyed or raging with someone, but you could be raging the fact that you're sitting in a traffic jam for a long time. True. So a good form of reframing would be to make your car, your CD player, or whatever, a, a traveling university mm -hmm. and learning something, leaving a little bit earlier, enjoying the drive and saying, you know, I'm, I'm happy to sit in this traffic because I'm I can get more of this CD through. Yeah, that's or if, you, if you're not if you're not into if you're not into learning, put music on. Listen to listen to Absolutely. favorite music and sing. favorite music. Sing at the top of your voice. Yeah, why not? I, I start. Funny enough, you say that. I started putting classical music on in my car. Okay, now that's a great partner. Ah, terrific. I mean, I suppose in in. I suppose for many, many years I'd really liked classical music, but I didn't want to admit it. <laughs> and um, yeah, because it's a bit stuff. It, it can be seen as when you're young as being a bit stuffy. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know? And um, but it's been it's a bit like the when you say to yourself, "I'm never going to go to the opera. I'm never going to watch ballet. I'm not going to listen to classical music." You end up doing them all, you know, <laughs> as, as the years change. So, but. Um, all those things are peaceful, but I was I was a angry footballer, so uh, I was more angry with my own side. <laughs> not, you're not giving me that simple pass, 
yeah, so that was funny. But um, so what else? What else can you tell me about anger then? Well, look, I mean, I I'm not gonna, I don't want to touch on more about anger, um, but other than a great way to a great way to dispel or not dispel anger, but a great way to avoid being angry all the time is change your health. Absolutely. Simple as that. Thing we're gonna say. Just change your health, change the status of your health, improve your health, because the healthier the foods that you're putting into your body, the healthier the, the cells in your body are, which means the healthier the communication is in your body, therefore the energy that you express as a consequence of this is much healthier. Um, it's just a natural knock-on effect, you know, and so, yeah, this is the same for exercise. Exercise is going to help you to remain calmer, and so does eating healthy, you know, and staying away from, I'm not saying completely, obviously, but, you know, whatever your choice, but staying away from alcohol and things like that as, as much as you can, yeah, but there's there's a place for that, and I enjoy I enjoy a drink every once in a every every once in a bit, okay. But when you're drinking regularly, your body's not healthy, That's and right. you become you tend to become more you, angrier, and and that that is that can even equate to just having two three drinks a day. If you're having two three drinks a day, that's mm-hmm. an unhealthy body. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're basically an alcoholic, in my you know, the way I look at it, technically speaking. Yeah. So that means that your body's not healthy. So if you can change your health, man, you're going to notice huge differences in your in your your emotional level, your emotional control, your emotional your ability to control your emotions. I think I think the diff, the diff, the difference with with alcohol is that you've got to be you've got to say to yourself, do you know what I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't fancy a drink today. It, 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 sometimes something as simple as that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, because mm-hmm. that means you don't need it. Yes. And, um, yeah, I think the other two important factors are, and this is where irritability comes in, which can lead to something else, and that is your sleep and your hydration. You know, that coupled together with the with the exercise and the, and the eating healthily mm-hmm. really is uh, you're, you're virtually there, you know, and, um, yeah. And if you got if you if you support a poor football club that's always losing, that makes you angry. Change teams, definitely. So, um, but pent up anger will make you sick. That I, do. I, la- I laugh because, but I know how I know how relevant it is to the UK, for example. You know? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's so relevant. I mean, I I still I still I still I'm I'm a I'm a big football supporter. I have my team that I support. And um, but I'm I'm more of a rugby man, and I just I cannot understand. I still cannot fathom the mentality behind how grown men can be so emotional about a sport. It, I think I to, to be fair, I think I'm not saying any of the rights or wrongs, but I think it's because it's a very very emotive game. Unless I mean I've been. I've been around it for since I was eight years old, and it is a very emotive game. Um, I played rugby. I've gone and watched rugby. I'm in a totally different frame of mind. I'm saying yes, sir, to the referee in rugby. Yeah, yeah. 
And I'm like, <laughs> to the referee in football. Yeah, you're slagging off the referee. Yeah. And I've seen rugby players get upset when they're playing football. So okay. It, it, it's not as simple as, as some people make it sound. And uh, yeah, and I think you you got to you got to write there. It's, it's it's emotive in the way that it's played because it's things can happen with the, in the blink of an eye in football. Yeah. 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 You know, and when stuff when 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 we're at the you know you're running around a pitch and you have an objective to achieve and something can change so fast in a game. It's like ice hockey. Think about I look how many fights they have in ice hockey, and, and there the referees just let the players go. They let yeah. them have a have a go at it because they understand the emotions that build up in a game of ice hockey because it's so fast. So yeah. I can I can get that. I that I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think they've all got air, air sickness by traveling so fast on the ice myself, but there you go. <laughs> well, there is just a, one last little, little thing about, um, uh, I, I told you before before we came on the call. Um, did you know that there is actually a disease called intermittent explosive disorder? It's been, uh, and they reckon in the US, they reckon there's 10 Ten percent of the population of men have got it. Ten percent, right? The letters are I E D, and that's not improvised explosive device. It's intermittent <laughs> explosive disorder. So I'm sure they got the name fruit from that, though. But um, it is quite common in the USA. So take Western world. I know each. Oh, I'm sure. I'd imagine the UK is not would wouldn't be far different. I don't know about other other countries. I can't talk about them. I think I think in most Western West Western world, your traditional Western world countries, it, the figures are going to be very different. I don't think, you know, unless you're somewhere like maybe Portugal or, you know, where typically when people live by the coastline, they are a lot more chilled. They really yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that from coming from South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when when people, you know, you, you live in Durban or Cape Town or Port Elizabeth, there's big cities around the on the coast. People are just a lot more chilled. When you the moment you go to Johannesburg or Pretoria, people are stressed. Eh? You know, mm. they they get they get pent up very quickly and very aggressive all the time. And so yeah. So in in finishing up, because we've we've gone quite a long time now, you know, if you can find relax relaxation techniques, practice them, get used to them, find ones that work for you. Mm. Um, it could be as simple as taking a brief time out. You know, hold your horses, you know, the 10 breaths, you know, and then take another look at it because I'm sure the, the angle will definitely have been gone by then. You know, we, we mentioned about getting daily exercise. Um, you can, another way, and it's finding workable solutions for not necessary for that particular anger situation you've got there, but for future ones. So you know what to do when it happens again. You know, uh, that, that's important. Can you think of any at all, Warren? Not at the top of my head. Um... Well, one of the big ones is don't hold grudges uh, and, pra and practice forgiveness. Don't, you know, don't uh, don't let things build up. You know, I think that's that's, that's good as well. Um, well forgive, your, forgive yourself more. If yeah, you're thinking absolutely, yeah. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive anyone else's who hands you up. Yeah. Um, Maybe 
So accept, own your anger, know about yeah. it, understand it, and try and learn a bit more about it is very, very important as well. Um, and if, if anger has been, sorry, sorry, Paul, carry on. No, no, that's fine. As I say, if anger has been a part of your life for an extended period of time, uh, perhaps it's time to move away from the story. Yeah, absolutely. Leave that story behind and move forward. Yeah. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can ask me the question. You can ask yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm <laughs> um, we've also got talking to people. We mentioned that earlier. That's another great one. Also, mm -hmm. another one is uh, positive affirmations. I'm calm, chilled out, you know, and things things on those lines. Um, I think it's important that uh, you can have an anger journal if you wanted to. There's another yes. thing you can do. Yeah. If you find you get angry in certain places, change your environment. You're, you're probably in the wrong environment. Um, yeah. So if you're going if you're going to work every day and you get peed off every day, change your environment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Why, why do that to yourself? Why absolutely. do that to yourself? Yeah. I, used to, I used to watch it I, when I was working at a place here recently. When I first came to Hungary and I, I was helping a friend of mine out at his company, he was helping me out. I was helping him out, and it was it was hard labor work, you know. And there was a guy there that was constantly swearing and like banging and this and that and 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 and. And I'm like, why, why, you know? I just I don't understand why somebody would want to put themselves through that every day. Yeah, you know? he, he needs help with his vagus nerve. His vagus nerve, yeah, I think so. On the back of his neck. Yeah, nice ice cold shower, perhaps. Yeah. So self aware, so self awareness is huge when we're talking about anger. Uh, unfortunately, most people don't think about self awareness when they get angry. Um, another area, what I would suggest is laughing. We spoke. Yeah. We always speak about this. You know, fight. If you find yourself angry, do the old ten breaths and go and watch some comedy for five ten minutes. Laugh at the situation. Yeah, that's right. Yes, laugh at yourself. Look in the mirror and laugh at yourself. I mean, ah. The people don't do enough of that. We all take ourselves far too seriously. Yeah, absolutely. The more, yeah, the more we laugh at the world, and I'm actually reading it in the book. <laughs> in the book, The Greatest Salesman. So in that chapter, this chapter this month, it's about laughing at the world. It's It really helps. It really does. Laughter. You could use a stress relief tool, something like a punch bag. You know, I've seen people do use that before. So, I've seen yeah. it in restaurants as well. Well, for, punch for, bag. Yeah, for waiters. For waiters. <laughs> so, you, 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 yeah, like a like a like a ski you bag. Know what? Or, I can honestly a... say, I can honestly say, I never wound a, a wait, waiter or waitress up because they go and pick your food up. I know I've I've been a waiter. I was a waiter, man, and people would purposely wind me up. Oh, I'd never yeah. do that. They got enough job as it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I always I always did an impe impeccable job as best as I could. But some people they they just feel like you know, especially when they've been drinking a little bit too much, and then now they're gonna get yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I got I got wound wound up a couple of times when I was a waiter, man, from by people. Yeah, and I just, just literally just to tell them to F off sometimes. <laughs> I mean, one of the things you can do um, if it's someone at work is just avoid the person that causes you any pain, you know, yeah. uh, or I'll talk to them, get it sorted out. 
that's the best way sort it out go around the back of the building no not for a fight <laughs> no go around uh, when you're having a break and go and have a chat with them and say look we've got to sort this out we you know, this can't go on can't you know can't we just be friends it takes a brave person to do that, but it takes yeah, a, I does. I know. Yeah, it, it gives you a lot of learning if you do that. Mm -hmm. you, you have, you, it's a big lesson if you're able to do that when you're not even in the wrong, but you go to the other person. You say, "Look, I think we need to talk." Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one um, is being assertive. Now you are being assertive if you're angry, but it's not very good. Uh, but be assertive. It may be you're angry because you're a little bit weaker or you, f you can't express yourself. So, you know, become a little bit more courageous and teach yourself to be a bit more assertive, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, and the la and last thing is, um, as I, I, I bought a book when I was in an American airport once called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, great book. Great book. Uh, the yeah. author dead now. I can't remember his name, but he's... But, um, yeah, a very world-famous book. Don't sweat the small stuff. And, um, yeah, have that on hand as well. So uh, with that, I think we've uh, been gabbing on for, for a very long time now, 57 minutes, the longest one we've ever done. Uh, that's because rage is a very, very important subject. And uh, what we don't want to see, we don't want to see people raging. We want to see people relaxed, chilled out, and don't, don't say something. Don't sweat the small stuff by Richard Carlson. That's it. Yeah. 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 I've still got his book. So fantastic. Well, all I'll say is um, this is meant, although we're talking about the negative, we are meaning to be positive. You know, you're, <laughs> wasting, you're wasting time being angry. It's just a total waste of time. When I'm refereeing football, you get players, and I, I talk to the two teams before I start. I say, if you get angry with me, your concentration goes off of the game. You're no good to your manager. And the manager's going, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said, so, chill out. If you want to come and talk to me, come and talk to me. If you come over to me and you start diving it all that in my, my ear, you know, your, your timeless field is not going to be on very long. Okay? But if you want to come and talk to me and ask me something, hey, feel free, you know. And, and I don't have much... Now, when I do that, I don't get very much at all. Good. Yeah. So sometimes I I make I don't I specifically don't do that. You know, and I well, see what the different results are. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, when you tell somebody don't do something, then there's a, like ah, I'm going to do that now. I'm going to they're going to well, go away. Anyway. If they want to do that, they're going to they're, they're not going to be around long. But look, it just shows. Sometimes we just need a reminder. We just yeah. need a reminder and. In, in saying that, you know, I'm sure that whoever whoever is watching this video now, watch, watching the recording, yeah, I'm sure you know somebody in your, in your life that is experiencing anger on a regular basis. Just share this message with them. Share it with them. It doesn't have to be this video, but share the message that you're hearing from us, you know, with with that person and and care enough for them that you want to share that with them. Yeah. And if you just if you don't if you just want to be the messenger, share this video with them then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so chill out enjoy yourself have a great weekend and yes, uh, we will see you next week where uh, speaking of this i want to touch on next week i'm going to be touching talking about energy and our biology regarding energy and beliefs 
So this is very much in line with anger as well. Okay. Fantastic. So we, won't, we won't be talking about anger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. See you all Have soon. Have a great weekend, everybody. See ya. Bye.